The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Take your leadership to the next level. It's time for the Foundational Missions Leadership Moment with Scott McClelland of FX Missions. Thanks for joining the FX Missions Leadership Moment. This is a multi-part series in Profiles in Leadership. If you're not already subscribed, please do so at leadersmoment.org or wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Leadership Moment and you'll get the rest of this conversation as it unfolds. Thanks for being with us. Enjoy. Hi, Scott McClelland here for your FX Missions Leadership Moment. Thanks for joining us. It's good to be here with you today, and we appreciate you tuning in. We're really kind of uh, stoked today, might be a good way to say it. We've been working on this for a while, and we have discussed the concept of profiles in leadership. Who are the leaders that you want to hear about, that you want to dig into, that you want to review their impact? We've got a, a short list determined, so we're excited about that. We've been working on that short list, if you will, for over a year, I think. Today is kickoff day, and we're super thankful to be joined by a friend, Kurt Kelly. Kurt, good day to you. Yeah, same to you, Scott. Thank you for the opportunity to be here today. Oh, yeah, man. Well, I, I, I'm thankful that you set aside the time, and I really am I'm excited to dig into our target today. A big, big guy on the landscape of history from a leadership standpoint. We're talking about Joseph today at your recommendation, at your suggestion. Initially, when you said, hey, I want to talk about Joseph, I said, yeah, absolutely. He's come up a number of times. When I went back through my notes to see who had who had been uh, recommended or whatever, he wasn't. Hmm. Can you believe that? <laughs> it's pretty amazing, actually. That's crazy because yeah. Joseph is like top five Old Testament leaders. I mean, hmm. maybe, maybe top three. For some, number one, and I think he really shares uh, a strong position on your personal landscape of leadership. What What is it that comes to mind for you when you think about Joseph? You know, there's, there's several things. And this goes back to, I want to say it was around 2006, 2007 timeframe is really when I heard the first time around a Joseph calling or a Joseph anointing or a Joseph life. And it was actually in a leadership conference. And uh, one of the people were talking about the Joseph story and kind of what it meant to to modern day. That's really whenever it became evident that, wow, there, there's a lot of similarities here. And the, the similarities were, you know, we hear about the trials that Joseph went through and, and kind of the things that he overcame over time. But I think whenever we put it in context of what we might be facing today, that's really when it started speaking to me heavily. Man. Well, 
you know, I, I remember some of the same stuff you're talking about, like during that would have been a little over a decade ago mm-hmm. that folks were tuning in afresh for Joseph's example or what he meant to us from a instructive standpoint. I've read Joseph's story a number of times. I mean, fairly recently I was in, I was in his story. You know, I think we all see different aspects. When we look at the same subject, we all see different aspects. Like when you look at a precious jewel, the light's refracted, depending on perspective or however you're looking at it, whatever angle you're taking. So I'm excited to know more about your scan Mm. on Joseph and, and, just those nuggets or the specific highlights that he has. What from Joseph's life is most instructive to you? You know, I would say most instructive, you know, just kind of looking at the attributes of, of, you know, the way that I look at people's lives, what are their, their main attributes. But I would say that the, the, the one that sticks out the most was his persistence. You know, each time that he was put in a different situation or scenario, throughout his story or throughout his life, each and every time there was that, that saying God was with him and God blessed Mm -hmm. him and it didn't matter where he was. And so the persistence that was behind all the trials that he went through until finally becoming second in command in Egypt, which then led to him, you know, running a lot of things that we can get into a little bit deeper in our talk. But, you know, I would say persistence is that is the number one attribute that sticks out. Wow. And he was, he was that. I mean, if we look at the circumstances of his life, not everything was, uh, (laughs) not everything was easy, I guess would be a way to say it. He really had some incrementally difficult circumstances. I mean, he was confronted with early on what looked like quite uh, likely death <laughs> you know i mean yeah. you know you know he's you're he's a wanted man there right mm. in the early early stages and that kind of big drama followed him but he he stayed steady through mm-hmm. those dramas very true and, very true and I think, you know the thing that's interesting you just pointed out that early you know th- that it was like almost a near certain death uh, that happened actually a, a few different times throughout his life that we that we have the the capture in the story in each one of those circumstances he was still he was still given another opportunity and you know the one thing that we don't know about and i think that we have to make a lot of assumptions but you know now especially in recent times whenever we have more and more insights into you know psychology and and the way that we work mentally you know i think that one of the things that we have to go back and look at is what did it take from a mental fortitude for him to be able to overcome those things? You know, did he get up every morning? And we hear a lot about David and what he did in the mornings, but we don't really hear a whole lot about Joseph and how he was able to keep his mind focused. We don't have like his daily practices and things that he did. But I would have to assume that there was something to his daily practice that, that kept his mind focused on what the, what the objective was or whatever it was that he was in the, in the midst of. Wow. Yeah. That, that, that is an interesting scan there because the story of Joseph, while it's, I mean, there's a number of chapters dedicated in, in the book of Genesis to him, the granularity because of the, t- you know, it, it covers an entire lifetime basically there over 
what, several chapters, Mm -hmm. we don't get a ton of granularity. I mean, we're getting highlights there. Like you say, we don't, we don't have, he didn't write any Psalms that we know of. So he didn't say early in the morning, I will focus on, you know, whatever, (laughs) you know, like David, like you said, David gave us, but there had to have been some practices of kind because he, he definitely Mm -hmm. demonstrated that consistency uh, that, in the face of what looked like promising circumstances, of course, he would, the grace of God was with him. The Lord was with mm-hmm. him. He, he was a, a good example and he fit well into the space he was in and he contributed in that space in a meaningful way. That's right. And so then you have a challenge come along that says, okay, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to put you in your place kind of thing. Right. which happened so so often. I think one of the notes you said there was he was blessed wherever he was. Mm-hmm. And that to me is that's powerful. It's and you know, I think a lot of times when we're we're enjoying God's favor on our lives, I mean it, that is enjoyable. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, you got you got to love that. That's right. But uh, yeah. you know, I'm thinking some folks are identifying also with that. You know, I remember a time when God's favor was upon my life and then something mm-hmm. rose up to threaten it. But in his mm-hmm. case, even when it was obvious that he was being withstood or fought against, the grace of God was even present in those times. That's right. You know, and I think something else, too, that, that the, the listeners probably identify with and this is, goes back to the persistence and the consistency, and, and I would even say it had to be some form of a discipline in his life, is he was blessed wherever he was, even when he was wrongfully accused and put in prison. And I think that you know sometimes we, you know, we fear doing the right thing in life because of whatever the fallout could potentially be. But even behind closed doors, when nobody's watching, the character of, of him, it's still shown, even though it cost him his freedom. But even in that case, whenever he was wrongfully accused and was put in prison, it, it was only a matter of time before the prison guard gave him full control over all the other prisoners. And so he served <laughs> everywhere he went, which is really interesting because yeah. it, even in the worst of, of situations, I'm still going to serve and I'm still going to do my part. And you know, another thing, too, is whenever talking about Potiphar – is it specifically says that Potiphar's house and all the things that he owned were blessed because of Joseph. So, wow. you know, the question comes back to, could you serve someone knowing that they're being blessed because of you, even though they're not treating you the way you feel like you should be treated? And I think that that's, it takes away that entitlement mentality and turns it into a servanthood mentality that no matter what situation or circumstance you're in, always bring your best because you never know what it's going to end up to later down the road. And if he hadn't have done those things, and if he hadn't have been through those trials, he never would have become second in command to execute on the dream that Pharaoh had. And so wow. it's, um, you know, it's just something, it's a good perspective. That, that you're blowing me up right now. Cause I, you know, obviously we we're familiar with that story, but that mm-hmm. continuity of, the fact that everywhere he went, he was blessed. The favor of God was on him. Mm-hmm. And that favor had an impact on other people. And they were blessed because of it as well. Right. If he had harbored a grudge in his heart or if he was thinking, well, the only reason everything's going awesome around here is because of me. If he had made too much of that, 
mm-hmm. it would have interrupted or undermined his ultimate expression of usefulness. And obviously, we're all serving. We right. may maybe have in places we're in, we're in charge. Mm-hmm. But even being in charge, we're serving, right? right. So that, yeah. I think he had that. He had the awareness yeah. that even though I'm in charge of the entire prison or even though I'm in charge of Potiphar's entire house, I'm serving. And I've got to right. keep that focus. That's right. Very cool. I was, having, I was having breakfast with somebody this morning. And as we were parting, uh, one of the things that he was telling me about a, uh, something he had heard and it was that this this person's dog had passed away or was having to be given away. I apologize. And so it was the 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 husband that was you know he was put in charge of you know having to 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 give the dog to the new owners. And so he you know wasn't emotional about it. Was you know able to to let the dog go. And he walked back in and you know his wife was are you okay? And he's like yeah I'm fine. He said close the bathroom door. And gave it about a second, cried, and then took the rest of it, bottled it up, and put it on a shelf mentally. And it was mm. the, the bottle that he put it in was anger. And mm. the next part was so interesting to me because the thought process he had was, I wonder who later in life that doesn't deserve it is going to get the contents of that anger jar. And that was such a crazy deep impact on me just from wow. a thought. But it's like, how many times do we harbor something from one exchange or from one relationship or one, you know, situation that happens in life? And we don't realize that whenever we bottle that up, instead of letting it go, that we carry it later with us. And we don't know what unassuming person or thing is going to be the recipient of something they didn't even have anything to do with just because we didn't let it go. That was such Mm. a powerful thought process to me. Absolutely. I think that's a key to understanding that, that because it's so relatable, you know, you don't think about it in those terms maybe, but that is extremely relatable. And I know myself, I've done that. I've probably been on the receiving and the giving end of those (laughs) bottles. Uh, Sadly, I don't want to, I I feel located. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that would also be true of our, of of Joseph. If he bottled, that's all the stuff that happened to him. Just when everything looked like it was going awesome for Joseph, something came along, which was threatening him in a way of his significance. That's right. And of his usefulness. Obviously, all of that worked out to reveal his ultimate usefulness, which he mm-hmm. uh, was successful in. Right. So, wow. But I think, you know, something, something else, too, that I think is an overlay highlight for me is, you know, he was in his teenage years whenever he had the two dreams, which caused the beginnings of, of all of these <laughs> different fallouts for him. Uh, yeah. you know, sharing these dreams with, with his brothers and with his, and with his father. And I think that the one thing that I wonder, because we don't, ever, we don't hear this, I wonder if there was ever a time that he doubted his dreams whenever he was going through the different circumstances. But you know, in the end, the one thing that I would say is if someone's had a dream and they're still chasing after the dream, don't let the current circumstance dictate the future of the dream. Because we have to remember that if we if we don't enjoy the process, then we get to the destination and feel empty. 
It's it's like, you know, we can have all the money in the world, but if we didn't enjoy the journey to get to that end, you know, whatever that destination is for an individual, it, it just, it, it, it loses meaning. And, you know, we see this mm-hmm. happen with, you know, with athletes and people that are at the top of their game and they retire and they look around for purpose because that was their purpose. And I wow. think with Joseph, one of the things that really stands out to me is that he embraced the journey day to day. And, and it never was, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for my dream. I'm waiting for my dream. We don't hear that. But what we mm-hmm. do hear is a sharing of the dream and then a remembrance of the dream once he's in the position for it to come to pass. Please join us for the continuing conversation, Profiles in Leadership with FX Missions and the Leadership Moment. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so by going to leadersmoment.org or just wherever you get your podcast, search for Leadership Moment. We should be there. Thanks for joining us. This Leadership Moment was produced in partnership with Engaging Missions. Have your leadership question answered by contacting Scott at scott at fxmissions.com. Visit FX Missions to learn more about how you can grow your leadership and engage in missions. Visit engagingmissions.com for encouragement, insight, and resources from missionaries, ministry leaders, and church planters.